Hey, what's up? It's Coach K. Do you feel like you have a solid plan in place to guarantee that pass symbol? There are so many students that I talk to that say that they hate reading and they feel lost with their study plan. If this sounds like you, click the link in the show notes to apply for our coaching program. We'll walk you through absolutely everything and help you walk into the MPTE knowing that you're going to pass. I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Sanvi, and Sanvi is being treated by physical therapy for dizziness and functional decline. Hypoventilation is not a breathing pattern commonly associated with which of the following conditions? So we have A, Guillain-Barre, B, myasthenia gravis, C, hypoxemia, and D is amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also known as ALS. Let's go up to the top of this question, baby. <laughs> Super excited about this one because it is a topic that you need to know about for the MPTE, hypoventilation, being able to determine where you're going to see that or what it's most common with or commonly associated with. That's really important information to know, all right? So let's go ahead and dive into that one. And before we do that, I want you all to know that if you're a PT student or new grad and you're studying for the MPTE and you need help with tough concepts, things related to EKG, gait, all of those things, you can head on over to the pthustle.com. We have lecture packs that are highly engaging to help you get the most out of your studying. All right. So you go check that out again, www.thepthustle.com. Let's go ahead and start at the top of this question. It says Sanvi is being treated by physical therapy for dizziness and functional decline. Pretty straightforward first sentence, not a lot here, but it does outline dizziness and functional decline. I'll put that in my back pocket. Let's continue down the question. It says hypoventilation is not a breathing pattern commonly associated with which of the following conditions. That's it. All right. So there's not a lot in this question. They told us that the patient has dizziness and functional decline. So they're losing their function over time or their ability to perform IADLs and ADLs. Okay. And then it says hypoventilation. Okay. So we know that typical breathing is supposed to be somewhere between 12 to 20 breaths per minute. Hypoventilation is going to be less than that 12. And so it says hypoventilation is not a breathing pattern, a commonly associated with which of the following conditions. So we got to keep that in mind as we select an answer that the question did say hypoventilation is not a breathing pattern commonly associated with which of the following. All right. So those of you that are on the podcast right now, let me go through the answer choice again. We have A, Guillain-Barre, B, myasthenia gravis, C, 
hypoxemia, and D is ALS, all right? So we're going to start off at the top, Guillain-Barre. How many of y'all think this is the right answer? All right, so Guillain-Barre, we know that this is an autoimmune condition. Sometimes it can come along after an infection or some type of viral infection, something along the lines of that. Guillain-Barre comes in and really attacks the peripheral nervous system. Now, here's the thing. If a patient has Guillain-Barre, do they present with hypoventilation? And I would say from an acute perspective, no. But can a patient with Guillain-Barre start to show up with hypoventilation? Absolutely. Because we know that as Guillain-Barre progresses, it can reach the respiratory muscles, start to cause those to become weaker, and then the patient starts hypoventilating because of the weakness of the respiratory muscles. So is hypoventilation associated with Guillain-Barre? I would say, yeah. And that's the reason why it's not the right answer here. I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to A. Remember, we're looking for hypoventilation is not a breathing pattern commonly associated with which of the following conditions, all right? So I'm trying to find what it's not associated with. Let's go to B. B says myasthenia gravis. For those of y'all that are a little suspect about that one, you haven't spent a lot of time studying it, let me give you a little pointer. Know this for the MPTE, please. That's a Coach K tip right there. Now, here's the thing. What is myasthenia gravis? It's a chronic autoimmune condition, all right? It's autoimmune just like Guillain-Barre, but with myasthenia gravis, we have these antibodies that start to destroy the connection, the communication between nerves and muscles, all right? And so we know our nerves need to communicate with the muscle in order to get it to contract, but myasthenia gravis is an autoimmune condition that really attacks that communication between those two, all right? And then this results in skeletal muscle weakness. Cool. Now that we have a basic understanding of that, tell me, is hypoventilation associated with myasthenia gravis? I'm going to say yes, because a patient with myasthenia gravis can also have a lot of respiratory muscle weakness. The respiratory muscles don't do their job, and so then the patient starts to hypoventilate. Yeah, I like it. Myasthenia gravis is a condition that has associated hypoventilation. That means it cannot be the right answer here. I'm looking for a condition that's not associated with hypoventilation, all right? So what am I going to do? I'm going to put an X next to A and B. Let's take a look at C. C says hypoxemia, all right? Hypoxemia is, well, the first part of it says hypo, right? So we know that belowemia is related to your blood, and ox is oxygen, so low blood oxygen concentration. So as we're thinking about that, is that associated with hypoventilation? If I really think about it, does hypoxemia, low blood oxygen concentration, does that cause hypoventilation? I'd be like, no. A lot of the conditions we just went through, Guillain-Barre, myasthenia gravis, they set a patient up for hypoventilation. I see that. But hypoxemia, if I really had low blood oxygen concentration, you know what my respiratory system is going to try to do? It's going to try to like speed up. I'm going to try to like hyperventilate, get more oxygen in. 
So I would say that hypoxemia is actually associated with hyperventilation, not hypoventilation. And so I am going to circle this answer. I like hypoxemia because remember, we're looking for which of the following conditions is not associated with hypoventilation. C looks like a good answer right now. All right, let's hold on to it. We're not done yet. Let's look at D. D says amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, also known as ALS. For those of you who are not familiar with this, this is a progressive neurodegenerative condition that has both upper motor neuron and lower motor neuron signs and symptoms. The patient typically progresses from having more distal associated symptoms, and then it progresses throughout their whole body where they become very weak, end up in a powered wheelchair, needing a lot of just assistance. Amyotrophic lateral sclerosis is a very, very serious condition. Now, here's the thing. Is this associated with hypoventilation? I would say absolutely, because over time, as this condition progresses, ALS, it will start to create respiratory muscle weakness, Those muscles get weak and not able to contract like they normally do, and that sets the patient up for hypoventilation. I love ALS as something that is associated with hypoventilation, and therefore, it cannot be the right answer. So I'm going to put an X next to D, leaving us with our final answer of C, hypoxemia. All right, congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. This was a toughie because the question is asking about hypoventilation not being associated with what condition. So you got to be careful not to make a easy test-taking error here. One of the mistakes I always used to make is I'll read a question like this that says not or least or something like that. I go down into the answer choice and I'm like, oh, it's this one. And I'm picking the one that would be most associated with it, not least associated with it, all right? So make sure you don't make that easy test-taking error here. In the question, it's talking about hypoventilation, and we need to find what condition is not associated with hypoventilation. Well, we said Guillain-Barre, myasthenia gravis, and ALS are all conditions that are associated with hypoventilation. They all cause respiratory muscle weakness and associated hypoventilation. So those can't be the right answer. That means A, Guillain-Barre, out. B, myasthenia gravis, out. D, as in dog, which is amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS, that's out, leaving us with our final answer of hypoxemia. If you're a PT student or new grad and you're taking the NPTE soon and these types of questions, you always seem to get tripped up on. What I want you to do right now is I want you to visit www.mptegroup.com every single week. Starting from right now, I'm going to be going in my private Facebook group and giving out the top tips and tricks to make sure that you can break down questions like this and get to the final answer confidently, all right? 
right? So if you're a student who needs that extra edge that wants to go into the MPTE feeling confident that you're going to dominate this thing, I want you to go to www.mptegroup.com. It's a free Facebook group and my team will get you in. If you haven't gotten our free cheat sheets, all right, we have 10 musculoskeletal ones that are still out there that you can grab. All right, you can go to www.mptecheatsheetswithans.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes, click the link in there and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.